0: Hi, this is Azim Syed, a Human Capital Specialist. I wanted to personally welcome you and thank you for joining us today. We are really glad that you are here because this podcast is designed to inspire people, live a meaningful life and pursue their passion. Welcome to EI Cafe with Azim, Season 4. I give a late look back at the lives and business of today's most important elements with emotional intelligence, You will learn how emotional intelligence can be a key factor for your success in both personal and professional life. You will hear key life lessons and tips from most prominent personalities, business leaders, entrepreneurs, EI practitioners and executive coaches from all over the world. Just to let you know, you can watch the video version of this podcast on my YouTube channel. So sit back, relax with a cup of coffee. And let's get into the show. This is EI Cafe with Azim. Inspiring people made stronger with our exclusive knowledge partner. Bristol Institute checked into EI Cafe as the exclusive knowledge partner for season 4. Bristol Institute affiliated to University of the West of England, which is ranked 21st and the highest ranked UK university in Sri Lanka, which offers MBA, MSc in Accounting and Finance, LLM in Commercial Law, BSc Accounting and Finance, BA in Business Management, BSc MSc in Nursing and Foundation Studies. Bristol Institute is committed to produce graduates who are equipped with knowledge and skills to leverage new opportunities and to creating exceptional value in the corporate as well as in the public sector. For more information, please log on to www.pristolinstitute.edu.lk or check out this podcast note for more information. So employability or soft skills are the building blocks of an individual career. The media frequently runs stories on how these skills are lacking in school, leavers, graduates, or those already in employment. Organizers spend a lot of time and money training staff, not in job specific area, but in general and basic soft skills. As outlined in the World Economic Forum latest Future Job Report, which is published in 2020, half of all employees around the world need to reskilling by 2025. And that number doesn't include all the people who are currently not in employment. And if we don't act now, this, this skill gap will only widen. A very warm welcome to the show. This is EI Cafe with Azim, season four. And I am your host, Azim Sahir, a human capital specialist, a Lego series play facilitator, ICF certified coach, and emotional intelligence practitioner. Here we are again for another interesting episode: a 30 minutes of valuable learning in today's episode we are going to talk about something really interesting and important for each and every one of us you heard the introduction the topic is what soft skills should go on resume or the cv to discuss this today i am going to travel to middle east and all the way to kingdom of saudi arabia so let me introduce my guest today he is a holistic life career and executive coach professional certified coach from International Coaching Federation, USA, and coach educator based out of Riyadh, Saudi Arabia. He has more than 22 years of experience of working in leadership roles in various multinational companies and renowned organization. He's a co-founder of the Mind Parts and the Bright Vision Coaching, specialized in helping leaders evolve, which is really amazing. Ladies and gentlemen, let me welcome Dr. Salim Hakim, co founder of Bright Vision Coaching. Dr. Salim, welcome to the cafe.
1: Thank you, Azim, for having me in this show. I'm really delighted to connect with the El Cafe audience.
0: Fantastic. So, uh, Dr. Salim, first and foremost, my heartfelt gratitude and Thank you very much for spending your valuable time in the cafe to inspire people to live a meaningful life and pursue their passion and the topic, you know about it. And it has been a lot of stress coming onto this particular point of soft skills or what are the skills which future is looking forward for. And as I said, World Economic Forum is highlighting the importance of reskilling for existing uh, you know, almost 50% of the existing employees need to reskill because the corporate is going to be tougher and tougher in terms of competition. So with that line, Dr. Saleem, my first question for you is, it might be simple, but it's really important, the difference between the soft skill and the hard skill. What is your thought on this?
1: Mm, that's a good to start. Some may confuse between softer skills and harder skills. So let's correct the information. Well, harder skills are the skills that provide you with a technical knowledge, like courses in accounting, supply chain, procurement, or even a product knowledge like ERP solution or internet of things, or even certifications like uh, CIPD, PMP, CMA and so forth. So these are the hardest skills. Now, what are the softer skills then? They are interpersonal development courses, communication, presentation, negotiation, goal setting, innovative thinking,
0: problem solving, and so forth. So you did touch an important element, communication right? Most of, the organizer, or most of the organization, as I mentioned in the introduction, they spend a lot of money on the soft skill element. They spend a lot of element communication, interpersonal skills, public speaking. The reason being, is human element is involved in the organization. They are the heart of the organization. And those basics are not there. It's very difficult to organization to perform. In that context, what would be a thought, uh, how an organization should look people in terms of when they're interviewing people to the organization they of course the culture values matters a lot but in terms of skills how do they match these skills very
1: good um it's a very interesting question let us look at the facts now you have made a brief introduction if you allow me i'll dive into some numbers people who love numbers and facts um the national soft skills association posted on their Homepage. So if you click their page on their homepage, there is a clear cut, wide open research conducted by Harvard University and Stanford Research Center um, that concluded that 85% of job success com- com- uh, comes from having well developed software skills and people skills. And therefore, the balance 15% of job success come from technical skills and knowledge. Now I could spend 20 years in uh, being a professional accountant or a charter accountant, but that holds me successful on the technical side of the job. Whereas we are managing people, we are managing uh, internal and external customers and therefore it is extremely important to to master that. Allow me just to refer to another very important uh, fact. LinkedIn in um, 2018 emerging jobs report confirmed that communication skills and time management were among the top needed skills. While we all are caught up with hard skills, this acknowledges how important it is to invest in interpersonal soft skills
0: absolutely i think um, the soft skill you know the word soft is very really soft right dr salim because that <laughs> that that uh, that element people really ignore this element now here's my perspective in talk about soft skill actually it should not be done in a corporate level that's my my perspective it should be starting from a school system university system or any of the education system. I think Absolutely. most of the, uh, the countries need to look into developing this soft because the early stage of our lives, how our brain development works, if you really feed that at that particular moment, by the time you are ready to go to the corporate, you're ready to go. Then it's, it's just difficult. about uh, absorbing. So that's why I asked this question, how important to develop these skills. And at the same time, is it the organization responsibility to develop these skills? What do you think?
1: Well, um, very interesting question. I think here the responsibility, there there is a partial responsibility on the corporates, but it's a mainly, a individual responsibility. Now, why? Why is it an individual responsibility? I'm on a verge of improving myself. I'm, I'm looking at a career 10, 20, 30 years from now. And if I stuck in an organization where there are, for several reasons, economical reasons, budgetary reasons, market challenges, they don't have a budget to invest. What I need, then does it mean that I uh, uh, surrender myself to the current situation I need to cope up with the challenge so asking that uh, uh, an important question I think it's a dual responsibility not a corporate only but it's an individual as well
0: yes absolutely I think um, each one of us has to take this responsibility also because um, as I mentioned that the world is running very fast uh, change is being constant and rapid change is happening especially with COVID coming into picture new skills like um, virtual meetings, uh, you know, getting, you know, connecting in a virtual element, even even in a, in a, you know, personal branding aspect, how we handle the social media. I think that also will come no soon as a part of a soft skill element because uh, an employee, when you put like, I'm working from here, I mean, you're brand ambassador of that particular organization. So that also comes very soon. I'm sure it will be part of soft skill. And, and, and my next question here is, is directly for you. Right. Uh, sure. You, I have seen your, you know, whole bio. It has been a really interesting element so far in your journey, so far in your journey, um, what skills you have been, what's what are the skills your core strength has been to come up to this uh, level? That's,
1: that's, that's, a quite confronting question, but, uh, I'll do my best to answer that. Um, okay. I have, uh, this might interest you because Uh, I have different views on this. I have served both as a talent acquisition specialist and as a candidate applying for a job. Now, let me tell you what skills a talent acquisition specialist would search in an applicant's bio. We would look for uh, uh, experience, uh, achievement, that establishes the ground of how good the candidate is in soft skill. Uh, If the applicant in his bio is referring to problem that he has solved, a target that he has achieved, a team he has led, uh, a senior role where he contributed in in its achievement, um, and that's how we get an idea an expert, for example, or a mid-career would refer to their core competencies on the beginning of their bio, uh, whereas a a, a fresh graduate would support their bio by mentioning what are interpersonal skills uh, or contribution they have taken. So now let's flip the coin. I, as a person who wants to apply for a job or wants to seek for a job, I know the mentality of a talent acquisition uh, person. I would make sure that in my bio, all these informations are reflected.
0: So you're, you're given some golden nuggets for our listeners, especially the young listeners uh, who, when you're applying for an organ, or a job or an opportunity, what they look for. You know, it's really interesting, uh, Dr. Salim, I know uh, when you take 20 years back an advertisement, a job advertisement, and now on LinkedIn, a job exp, you know, uh, advertisement, you will always see this communication part interpersonal skill part coming in it never changes it never changes this is my observation because you know a couple of weeks back i did a program for you know one of the sima uh, forum uh, talked about how emotional intelligence social emotional intelligence and what the skills look forward for future so even world economic forum states about emotional intelligence and that is also in a bit of development area where you know, people now look into it and you talk about communication, it is must for the relationship building. It is must for, where. so when you build that element of social awareness, how do you talk to each and every person based on their personality is a skill I think everybody need to acquire. I think that's one of the skill, I think on the CV or the resume you should have. So that's my perspective on that particular element. Uh, With that, Dr. Salima, I I want to ask, yeah so sure. I, I want to come into a Middle East uh, you know segment. Um, yes. What has been the diversion or the transformation in terms of skill building and compared to twenty years back and now? And what had met what would be the 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 key ingredients to change? Sure.
1: Well, Middle East realized twenty years ago that we are now in an era of a globalization with um, visions being developed and changed over the past few years with, for example, I speak uh, specifically for Saudi Arabia. Saudi Arabia is looking at a 2030 vision with very, very aggressive KPIs that all the departments are pushing up, everyone is changing, we are really coping up with the change, connecting with with the world and building that brand, the brand of a country. Now, the brand of a country is based on its government agencies, and on a private sector. So so the blend here basically comes to what each individual can bring on the table, innovative ideas, creativity, mastermind, uh, uh, taking this entire journey of transformation into another level. So Saudi Arabia specifically at this moment is um, uh, is demanding from individuals, is demanding from groups, is demanding from teams, whether they're governments or privates, what new can you do? And, and this basically, when you, when you look down at the fundamentals and the basis of what they need to deliver this, it comes back to the interpersonal skills. You know, the innovative idea, as you have correctly said, interacting, relationship management, all this blends together for a new idea to evolve. So yeah, very good.
0: Absolutely. So um, we did talk about the skill set, what are the skill set, how we are going to build out skill set. Now we do have certain skill. What should you do to master those skills? because see communication is not will stop in communication. keep on improving, uh, learn about body language, learn about how do you present, especially public speaking. This is one of the important elements because we all become brand ambassadors for someone someday, some sort of element. How I come speak in front of you becomes who I am and how you recognize me, right? So Dr. Salim, in this context, what would be your advice for the, our listeners, especially the younger generation? Uh, what should we do to master a soft skill? Okay, that's,
1: that's a very important question. Thank you. Um, I would say the universal principle here, practice. Practice is beyond any reasonable doubt is the key element for mastering that softer skill. But let me, let me, let me highlight on a very important information, training courses, a, a, a traditional training courses or even contemporary training courses, you call it Zoom, you call it online, whatever it is, training courses are good in providing knowledge. But then we need another element to change this knowledge into a competency. And the only way we can connect the dots and we can bridge between a knowledge, uh, shaping that into a competency is practice. Now you have asked me, uh, uh, what can I do? Practice comes in so many different ways. Let me share with my personal information. I mentioned earlier communication skills, time management, and leadership are three components highlighted by LinkedIn. Now, for me, as my personal journey, I have uh, practiced this through a medium, through a hub where I had the right environment. I had the right place, the safe learning environment, uh, a family environment to kind of like uh, sharpen my skills, and if I mention uh, on air, it's Toastmasters. Now, thank God it is a nonprofit organization; otherwise, someone would say you are promoting a brand. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, Toastmaster has worked for me so well, and 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 I I surely believe you know uh, uh, practice is needed. Find yourself mm. a medium mm. where you can actually practice in a uh, mm. moderate. Uh, uh, away from criticism with a supportive model to go ahead and and try your soft skills blend and boldly. Remember, practice more and master more.
0: Absolutely, Dr. Salim, I really like the component you brought up, Toastmasters. I think that's a fantastic platform, very structured, um, where you have different pathways, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, I think you're a DTM as well, Dr. Salim, if I'm not mistaken.
1: Correct. Correct. Yeah. So, yeah, go ahead. Uh, and it's, it's a blend between a self-learning model and a leadership roles. Mm. And, and for you, for 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 someone to get the highest award, mm. uh, what I like about Toastmasters as well is, is their perfect reward and recognition. So you keep the momentum on, mm. you keep mm. motivated. So you have the self-learning tool and you have a, a place where you can practice this, get recognized. And it's a blend between not only learning. So I'm not only a good mm-hmm. student where mm-hmm. I you know, master the book and try a mm-hmm. few projects. Mm-hmm. No, I have to take up leadership roles as well. Mm-hmm. So that correctly you have said, it's a blend.
0: I think I think that there's another way of looking at this also. Um, I think most of the organizations, even Sri Lankan context, there are organization adopting Toastmasters Club uh, into their organization to develop uh, their people's uh, you know, skills, especially as like communication, public speaking, leadership. I think that's also another way organization can look into. As is a nonprofit 100%. organization, Teosmas is a nonprofit organization to absorb in such system, and you know then you don't need to spend a lot of time. And of course, you and me will have not have business on that particular line in terms of communication. But <laughs> but organization will can cherish because they do have a structured way of getting things done. I think this should be an amazing 100%. if organization can really look into it. Telling from this end of the world, we are Sri Lankan context. There are many organizers. And most of the organizers have a club now inside, so they are grooming their people, right? Uh, some uh, you know uh, organization pay 50%, and the um, you know employee pay 50% to make sure that they have that accountability. Otherwise, you know, just the money will just go on the drain. So I think that's a 100%. that's a fantastic model. I think to get into mastering the element, I think, from junior level to become a DTM or, uh, you know, I, I, I believe there are various levels, Dr. Salim. So I think 100%. that's an approach I think uh, many organizers can take. Yes. Sure, sure. Allow me just to
1: add uh, to, to what you have mentioned correctly. Um, uh, there was an article on For, uh, in Forbes in 2017 where it mentioned that Fortune 500 companies, majority of the Fortune 500 companies, uh, have an in-house Toastmasters club. So the first club uh, back in 1970s, started in one of the fortune 500 companies. And, and they believe that this is a continuous learning process, a learning and adopting competency process. In Saudi Arabia, we have more than 250 mm. corporate clubs. Mm. Uh, uh, so the companies know the value, companies mm. invest in this. And yes, indeed, why not? It could be an institution for organization to look into to consider developing their uh, their employees most important soft skills
0: absolutely amazing thank you for sharing those valuable information i think i believe our listeners can really look into these platforms uh, not i am not talk, not talking specifically toastmaster there might be other platform we can use to you know personally put that effort to your know, reskill upskill our level And those who listeners who are like just getting out of the school or universities, make sure that soft skill is one of the component. Any recruiters like Dr. Salim shared are going to look into it. So with that, Dr. Salim, I wanted to get into a bit of a latter level. where Now we are in the place of a COVID situation, right? Uh, Definitely the connections, the social interactions has been really different. Um, we people has become more virtual in this context even the world economic forum has uh, showcased certain element of uh, uh, red light no we need to really adapt to different level in this context what skills do you think post-covid workplace is looking for
1: wow this is a million dollar question nazim um pandemic has been rough on all of us as you have just mentioned working environment has changed so much and evolved. Um, um, and therefore the, the first and most important skill we need to demonstrate is adaptability and resilience. Um, uh, as you have correctly mentioned, you know, things have been changed. I, don't, I no longer can have an office you know, with a coffee uh, machine next to me. Uh, I may end up uh, doing all my, my work from home. So we, what is the adaptability? What is the resilience? How resources are moving around? Communication skills will, was and will remain the major roots of, of, uh, of doing because, because channels have changed. Communication channels have changed. Contemporary uh, medians have, have evolved and has uh, surfaced. Um, uh, active listening is part of uh one of the challenges you do when you have an online meeting um uh, it's very tempting to talk on online right um uh, and let's not forget the collaboration and team player skills most critical of all is mastering problem solving skills innovation and strategic planning because simply resources have changed tools have evolved competition has increased and and so many challenges has uh, arisen while cost remains to be a major business concern so yes as you have correctly mentioned these are the skills that we and i personally need to keep on developing mes- myself because next time when we appear for an interview or a new career level those are kind of questions that will going to pop up and say what have you done? How did you manage the pa- during the pandemic? How mm. did you brought your business, rescued it, or brought it to a different level?
0: Absolutely. I think um, adaptability is one of the key element um, because when you log on to it, how good you are in changing, that's one of the biggest question I think any of the the will ask based on the scenario because world is changing so fast. The systems are changing so fast so how quickly we are adapting, for example, one and a half years ago, we never thought about wearing a mask on the roads. Now, when we get out of the road, uh, get out of the house, you feel something missing, which is it? The mask is missing, the Santa is missing. So we are getting adapted, but it's it's all our mindset. I think that's what we, we require. And uh, I like the fact that you brought up resilience and you know the other elements, especially the communication factor, we are, Microsoft uh, you know, did a survey on a hybrid working environment and the productivity was high, but on, at the cost of emotional burnout because people oh, have been working you a know, long time and no connection, no communication. So, so, so people have been struggling a lot. So thank you for highlighting that also, Dr. Salim. So Dr. Salim, we are sure. coming to end of our conversation. The time is so quick. Uh, when you have a rich conversation so before i let you go i want something from you this is what i ask for all my guests right sure i need two golden nuggets from your end in terms of developing skills to benefit of our listeners what they can do to upskill themselves or adapt or get new skill in terms of soft skill sure um my
1: life lesson uh which i'm happy to share with el cafe audience would be in two contexts. Number one, uh, continue development and learning. There is no age, there is no restrictions, there is no, oh, I have took uh, all the six levels of communication skills, I'm done with it. It's a continuous process of uh, self-development and learning. And number two, I would always say that be among the people who mastered that skills before me. Because I'm going to take their vibes. I'm going to be energized. I'm going to be motivated from from them and find where they are. Um, And I'm bringing this up again because this has been truly my personal success story is the time that I spend in Toastmasters. I've started and I've entered Toastmasters just to uh, uh, manage my public fear. And be able to speak and then I last thing I realized I'm a division director in Riyadh, you know, it it has been a wonderful journey it's it's the people around me who motivated me, it's the people around me, who encouraged me, it's the people around me who gave that momentum. I've spent more than five years in Toastmasters now who would spend in a training institute for all this time, but that that institute keeps you connected to it. So yeah, thank you. I hope that that information helps your audience.
0: Right. So I don't know whether is it a wrong time to ask this particular thing, request from you. Uh, For sure, this uh, particular podcast will reach out to a lot of uh, Middle Eastern region, uh, because that's one of my main idea to bring this element out. Is it possible to give some words in Arabic also? In terms of any of the people who grab and just trying to listen and give a meaningful conversation. So, this will help them also, if you don't mind, Dr. Salim.
1: I'm, I'm, I'm horrible in Arabic, <laughs> but I will definitely do my best. um Asad al kiram, Muajibi wa Mutabi, Panat al Kafei. Hadiyati lukum, wanasihati lukum, shayin ethnain. A shay al awal who wa at ta'tawur wa. التعليم المستمر لأننا في وقت صعب وتحديات كثيرة جداً ويجب علينا مواكبة الحدث ومواكبة التحديات والتطلعات المستقبلية والشيء الثاني نبحث عن أماكن يمكننا تطوير ذاتنا فمثلا أنا كنت ذكرت في مقابلتي عن تجربتي مع نادي التوست ماسترز وأنا أرى من خلال هذه التجربة إن كانت للشركات أو إن كانت للأفراد فهي منظمة ساعدتني في تطوير ذاتي بدأت بأول مرحلة في حياتي في هذا النادي من خلال مواجهه الجمهور والخطابة واكتشفت بعد خمس سنين أنني مدير منطقة المستمر المستمر. Thank you:
0: جزيلا, <laughs>
1: So
0: that's the time what we have for today, ladies and gentlemen, my key takeaway is: keep learning, upskill, reskill, raise the bar every time when you get somewhere, and be with the masters. Who have mastered the skill so you'll be able to get up to that master level. And more importantly, learning never stops. So you need to keep on learning. So once again, my heartfelt gratitude for Dr. Salim Hakim, co-founder of Bright Vision Coaching. And you can get connected to him via his social media, especially on LinkedIn. I'll be very much happy to help you if you have any of your queries. So with that, Once again, Dr. Salim, thank you very much for joining and checking into the EI Cafe and inspiring our people to live a meaningful life and pursue their passion. Thank you very much. Almost one and a half a year ago, no one could have anticipated how dramatically everything would change way we live, the way we work, the way children go to school, the way we think about the future. Of course, even before COVID-19, the rise of automation, the new technologies was transforming a global job market, resulting in a very urgent need for large-scale upskilling and reskilling. But now, after months of unforeseen hardship, This need has become even more important, especially with the soft skill. Dr. Salim stated that adaptability, resilience, problem solving and relationship building which are some of the core soft skills organizations are looking for. Further, he goes on saying, keep learning until you master your skill and it will become infinity. Be around the people who has mastered those skills and get that exposure for you to become master of that particular skill. I do believe this conversation was very beneficial to you. My special thanks to Dr. Salim Hakim, co-founder of Bright Vision Coaching Kingdom from Kingdom of Saudi Arabia for spending his valuable time in the cafe stay tuned in for the next episode where I'll be taking up another interesting topic. EI Cafe with Azeem, a 30 minutes of valuable learning. Keep listening, keep learning and keep improving. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of EI Cafe with Azeem. We are sure to hope you enjoyed it. If you have any questions, please do reach out to me. If you haven't done so already, make sure you are subscribed to the show, which is available in all major podcast platforms. You are notified when a new episode is posted. So rate it, review and leave a comment and share with your friends. Thank you so much for listening. And I hope you are leaving some great things that can help you in your life every day. Please do follow me on social media, Azim Sahil, and do write to me what topics and from whom do you want to hear it from. We will try to get them on board for you. Till I meet you another episode, checking out of the cafe, my name is Azim Sahil. Stay safe and God bless you.